Hi, this is Marian Samuel from the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse in Antigua. Every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., we interview a guest about real-life issues from the Caribbean. Welcome to Lighthouse Conversations, a time to explore the issues surrounding your everyday existence, your family, your community, your environment, your health and safety habits, your lifestyle, both physically and spiritually, will all be discussed here on Lighthouse Conversations. Let's get started and see just what we can learn to better your life. Thanks for joining us once again for Lighthouse Conversation. With me in the studio is Ms. Natalia and Ms. Shana, coordinators of the Offshore Islands Conservation Program at the Environmental Awareness Group here in Antigua and Barbuda. And we are in the third part of a four-part series with Natalia and Shana. Shana has her Bachelor of Science in Ecology. She specializes in invasive alien species removal, island restoration, and endangered species. While Natalia, she has her Bachelor of Arts in Tourism Business Administration. She has her master degree in science in project management. And she also specializes in invasive alien species removal, island restoration, and endangered species. And they come to us from the Environmental Awareness Group here in Antigua and Barbuda. And they are educating us on our environment and ways to preserve it for the next generation. So ladies, let's continue. Please update us on work that EAG is involved in on the offshore islands. Also, you visited Barbuda recently Mm -hmm. and did some work over there. You can give us an update on that as well. Oh, Barbuda is most exciting. (laughs) Let's start with Barbuda. (laughs) So immediately after Hurricane Irma, you know, everybody was worried about the people on Barbuda, but then... We were also worried about the wildlife. How did the wildlife fare? Mm-hmm. Right? Because we know the people would help the people, but then, you know, sometimes you have whole species that are wiped out in natural events like this. Mm-hmm. So people were so dedicated. We had a group from Guadeloupe that chartered a plane to come and help count birds. Wow. We went and we surveyed the frigate bird sanctuary. I think the first time we went to count the frigate birds, there were 200 and something. But yeah. frigate birds, they're called weather birds. The children actually taught me that. So when we have bad weather coming in, they take off, okay. right? They they're can like, go nope. high above the weather also. So the first time when we normally have thousands and thousands of pairs of breeding frigate birds, we had about 200 and something. It's usually about 10,000. Right? Mm-hmm. And we had, we counted 250 birds first, first time. It was so time. sad going in. Yeah, on all the dead mangrove trees. We were all silent on the, bo- there, you could hear a pin drop for how silent we were, we were when we went in the heart in the mangroves after the hurricane. And then now with the Barbuda Warbler, again, it's lesser known, but we hope that eventually people would embrace it, mm-hmm. you know, as our bird, because it is only, this is our only endemic bird, only found in Barbuda, nowhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. So everybody was wondering, oh, 
How did it survive? Is there mm-hmm. any food for it to eat? And so on. So we went out. We got specialists. We got help from Birds Caribbean, which is a regional NGO. And they brought in some population ecologists who trained us because that's very important with the people that we work with. It's not always about bringing in people. When they bring in people, they train the local people to do the work. Yeah. And so we're oh, able to okay. do the do work. Own, yeah. Yes. So they brought in population ecologists and they walked. We walked all over Barbuda. So much walking. <laughs> looking for <laughs> so <laughs> looking for the Barbuda Wobbler. It said, how many, we had about, after Irma, it decreased by about 30%. Yeah, we had about 3,500 to 4,000. Right. So we don't know. So now we had to redo the survey to see have they gotten, you know, has the population grown? How are they doing? Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot of walking. So if you're not into walking, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the very first morning alone, I walked five miles. Mm -hmm. The morning, and we we worked early morning, late afternoon. So, yeah, right. that's another mm-hmm. thing with birds. You can't work. Oh, let me just lazily get up at 10 o'clock in the morning. Sit no. down on a chair and no. just read the a bird, book. The birds. So, I remember I would wake up at about 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you need to be out and in the field by 6, mm-hmm. 6.30. Because mm-hmm. that's when the birds are waking up. And you need to be there when they're getting up. Because they're going to be looking for their breakfast. And so, you need to be out there making sure you're there with mm-hmm. them. So, with the bird surveys, we would do early morning. And we would do late afternoon as mm-hmm. well when they're coming back home. Um, and it was very, it was a little bit less walking this time because they it were actually, <laughs> um, the, the, it's just that because, um, I guess I'll go into a bit about what the actual survey entails. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically we get a bunch of, we just do a bunch of random points on Barbuda. All across the island. All across the island. And we have to go to every single one. And so of course, unlike Antigua, which has like, you know, roads everywhere that you can drive to, a lot of the places that we were going are, because Barbuda is so underdeveloped, mm-hmm. uh, we're just deep in the bush that vehicles cannot get to. Mm. So we had a lot of walking to do still. I think on one of the days I did walk like about six miles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so a lot of walking like Natalia said. So after the, went with the random points, once we got there, um, we waited a couple minutes so that, you know, to minimize our disturbance, because of course we would make noise walking there. And so we give a couple of minutes for, you know, the um, ecosystem to kind of calm down. And then we begin our count. Mm -hmm. And so we have six minutes where we are just looking around and seeing what we see, seeing which birds we see, what we hear Mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah, our ears, your ears have to be very tight. Every every species (laughs) of bird has a different call. Yes. Yes. So if you hear a cheep versus a cheep cheep or a cheep 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 or you have to yeah so we had to or yeah or yes I find like anytime I come right back after Bob Yuda like even if I don't want to be listening to a bird my ear is just like that's a zanita dove or that's a kingbird or that's a bullfinch yeah my ears are kind of tuned yeah they're tuned like you like how you would tune like your ears tuned when you play a piano same thing it is with the birds Um, so for the first six minutes we just see what we can passively hear we're looking we're seeing what is just naturally coming in close to us to see what is there and then for one minute we play that call that beautiful call that I was playing earlier right uh-huh. um, so for one minute we play that call um, of the barbuda wobbler and then we note down what species we see coming in and then we have a minute right after 
Oh, well, sorry, three minutes after where we, again, listen record and any record. new birds. The new birds. Oh. So that's another thing. You have to make sure that that <laughs> banana quit that you are hearing over here is not the same banana quit that you're hearing over here or the two that you're hearing in the back. It's, wow. yeah, your ear has to be, <laughs> it's, it's much easier when you can see them and you can see, okay, that banana quit is still there. Or if it crossed the road, is it, you see another one behind you, is that the same one? So it's just kind of... I, I think it's also what happens when you're doing lizard counts is fine as well. You just have to try and find something that is a little bit, something that lets you know, okay, that one is that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And so you do this for every single point And we would see so many birds, actually. I, I found the number of birds that we had to be quite a lot. Yeah, I was very <laughs> um, happy. Yeah. Babita has a lot of birds. Just walking in the bush, very yes, quietly, and being there with hear. nature. And you just see all of these birds so that you many. won't see you know driving to Epicurean no <laughs> you won't oh, so yeah. you have like um, the Les Antillian flycatcher Les Antillian bullfinch we have the yellow wobbler Barbuda wobbler of we course. had some migrant birds as well yes. and we have migrants here too but you have to go into the bushes Christian Valley and you know people think we don't have wildlife we don't have colorful wildlife. You go into Christian Valley around now. Black and white wobbler. Black and white. Beautiful. Yes. It's you like a Dalmatian, but red a Red bird. birds. And then you have bright the scarlet tanager, which is bright red. You have the euphonia, which is blue, blue. and yellow. Right, but we we're not going to ones. see them because mm-hmm. we're not going to where they are. Yeah. Right? So that was great in Barbuda. Yeah, to mm-hmm. see so many of them. And we had kestrels as well. We, so we um, have birds of prey. So people think, yeah, we don't. We just Everybody knows a chicken hawk. Mm-hmm. And they don't even realize it's a real hawk. Yeah. But that's not the only one we have. We have kestrels. We have... Falcon. We, fa- we have the peregrine falcon, which comes down part of the year. I saw one on my way to church on Sunday. Massive. They're huge. They just mm-hmm. come They're in, huge. fly in, and they just command your presence. They're huge. And then even <laughs> huger than that, you have the ospreys, and they all look, they, they're so beautiful. The ospreys are quite big. Mm-hmm. So we have those raptors that we call them the meat eaters. They fly in, and we're not going to actually see this because we're so busy. To be honest, when I started birding, I knew, yes. Get Google out on your phone and Google an osprey. And that is huge. Massive. And we have those here in Antigua. I'm seeing this. It's like beautiful. Massive. And they they fish, actually. You will see that in Antigua. I know one time we were at Potsworks Dam about a month ago. And before my friends had gone there, they had monitored and they saw a peregrine falcon because peregrines are not here all year round. Mm -hmm. So I said, I want to see the peregrine because I only actually see them when I go to Redonda. Redonda. And you know, a lot of people can't go to Redonda. Mm -hmm. I want to see one. (laughs) Potsworks Dam. So we went to Potsworks Dam and we look and we look and we see all kinds of beautiful birds, but we're not seeing a falcon. Five o'clock on the dot, coming out to the east. You just see a black <laughs> shadow coming in. Wow. Boom, land in Massive. the middle of Potsworks Dam. Yeah. There was the peregrine falcon. Massive. And wow. I mean, who is going to see that? How many mm-hmm. people? It was probably just the five, six of us in Potsworks Dam. Mm-hmm. So who's going to really be seeing that? Wow. Yeah, right? We have some really, really amazing birds. And if you are just joining us, welcome to Lighthouse Conversation. And with me in the studio is Natalia and Shana from the Environmental Awareness Group here in Antigua and Barbuda. And they are speaking a little about work done on our twin island, Barbuda. 
Um, and so, oh, another thing that we did, because um, again, like Natalia says, we focus a lot on outreach and education. Yes, so right. while we were there, we went to the Holy Trinity Primary School. And mm-hmm. the Summer Chesney George. And the Sem- so they went to Summer Chesney George first. Yes. Yeah, so I hadn't reached yet. So we had to show people that scientists and birders aren't, they don't just wear white lab coats. Okay. They're actually really cool people, okay. right, who go out and enjoy the world. So we sat down in front of a class and they peppered us with questions, taught sure. them about the Barbuda Wobbler because even though they live in Barbuda, Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm. see it. They and then we learned uh, we learned about like the na- the common names that they have for yeah, the Christmas wobbler. birds because that's oh. when more food is around Christmas time. So they'll see them. Coming. But we just walked along. We saw bar beautiful wobblers, yellow wobblers, all just yellow beautiful birds. Yeah. So we we're telling them, you know, mm-hmm. how we're monitoring and what use this information will be to us and so on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with Holy Trinity, because of course it's a primary school, we kind of mm-hmm. scaled it back, and so we went on. We talked about like ten reasons why birds are important mm-hmm. and how um, we talked about the Barbuda Wobbler um, and it was grade 6 so it was eight, we were able to speak about like indigenous and okay. endemic and um, that those kind of native those kind of words um, and then I actually dressed up as a Barbuda Wobbler <laughs> um, so um, and then we I took the kids outside and we did like an activity kind of showing like how much work goes into birds to nest so it, they, I had the kids like to the males they had to like find a spot um, where they wanted to have their nest and they had to fight other males to be able to because you know when men when males <laughs> when males um, they have a spot they of course they're going to fight the other birds for it um, then once they've had their spot they of course had to impress the females because that's how it works in the bird world the males do all of the impressing of the females we just sit back and watch mm-hmm. right and so they, I had the males like dancing and singing to impress the girls that were there um, and then once they brought back I had the females like laying pretend to lay an egg and then once the egg was there they had to take turns warming it um, and then of course the, the, the chicks hatched mm-hmm. and they had to find food for it and they're like I was like so y'all think being a Barbuda Wobbler is easy they're like no <laughs> <laughs> but that was nice. yeah so yeah we do again we do a lot of outreach and education so if you are like a school teacher or a community group leader at your church or pathfinders or um, girl guides anything like that we at the EAG we do a lot of that kind of thing so you're listening to the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse and if you are just joining us welcome to Lighthouse Conversation and with me in the studio is Natalia and Shana from the Environmental Awareness Group here in Antigua and Barbuda and Natalia you can continue you were just about to tell us when you started Burden. When we when I started, I yes. don't know about Shannon, but when <laughs> I started with birding, I didn't know anything about birds. Mm-hmm. So it was the blackbird that attacked you if you walked under mm-hmm. the tree. And <laughs> have you here? Yes. Yes. And then it was a yellow and black bird that loved sugar. That's all I knew. And mm-hmm. the doves. Everything mm-hmm. was a dove. Yeah. And doves for me, when I wanted to sleep and on Saturday wouldn't let me start sit sleeping. Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. So that's Ooh. all I knew about birds. But from the time I had to learn... Mm-hmm. Then you realize you start to look at them and you know that's a raptor, that's a land bird, that's, that's a shorebird, yeah. that's a migratory bird. Yeah. And you hear the calls and you're like, Oh yeah, that's a that's a lesser Antillian bullfinch. Yeah. yeah. You get it and it and when we quickly Yeah, mm-hmm. when you and when you when you think about it right now, Marianne, mm-hmm. you might think, mm, I don't really think I know much about birds, you know. But then when you see them, so the blackbird, mm-hmm. everybody knows the blackbird. Black it's actually a carib grackle, that's the proper name. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the hummingbirds. Mm-hmm. Right, well, so we have well the two of them. We have <laughs> we have the green throated carib, we have the, the purple throated carib, and, and then the Antillean crested. Right. But still, you know a hummingbird. Uh-huh. Um, we know um, the zanata doves. 
Well, no, we know so, dubs. We so, know okay, dubs. so we know dubs. <laughs> the ones that walking on the ground. The ones that walking on the ground. Yeah. Right? Um, we know the pelican. Okay. We mm-hmm. know the frigate bird. So, when you think about it, you think, oh, I know a lot of birds, man. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. People don't know frigate birds because they oh, think that frigate birds are only in Barbuda. It's true. That's not true, people. <laughs> we have frigate birds here. McKinnon's, y'all. Go to McKinnon's. Down on the harbor right where the now. cruise ships are. And by the cruise ships. There are plenty Go of them by down the beach. there. Go by the beach. And we know, <laughs> we know the laughing gulls as well. Those ones that just be on the beach making the ha 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 They're that. just coming Those. in from off the sea because it's nesting time. Yeah. People call them sea mom, My mom is so annoyed with them. Yeah. <laughs> if, you work at a, if you work at a hotel mm-hmm. on the beach, near the beach, you're going to be annoyed with them. You're going to know exactly what bird I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you so when you sit down and think about it, you're like, oh, I do know quite a lot of birds, but because you're seeing them every day you're kind of not really paying attention mm-hmm. to them you know um, and so yeah we're trying to really increase people's knowledge in birds because it, it, it is very fun mm-hmm. um, to go birding um, a thing that we I, we try to talk about a lot is like the wellness aspect of bird mm-hmm. watching it is so nice to just connect with hear, nature and, and it's just you forget all about everything else and you're just there you're hearing the birds you're seeing the water you're seeing the trees and you just take a moment and you're just like wow this is fantastic mm-hmm. it's it's a really relaxing and wholesome experience actually thanks for joining us on lighthouse conversation i am marian samuel your host and i am speaking with natalia and shana from the environmental awareness group here in antigua and barbuda so back to Barbuda. Mm-hmm. So the second part of what we did, in addition to the Barbuda Wobbler, mm-hmm. was also check on the Magnificent Frigate Bird Sanctuary mm-hmm. to see how they were doing. And that was a lovely afternoon. And beauty is really in the eyes of the beholder. So we, um, two of the people on the boat, we would have been, uh, myself and Mr. Junior Prosper, we would have been there with Natalia when we went the first, immediately after the hurricane. Okay. And so for us, looking at it, I was just like, oh my gosh, the mangroves, they're coming back. It's great. We're happy. So the two of us were like, oh, great. And mm-hmm. the, the, now the two other birders that were with us, they had not seen it after the hurricane. So they were like, oh, the mangroves are not looking good at all. Oh, <laughs> and this, it, this is not, it's not really good. But I will say it's, it's not good yet. So some of the frigate birds, they are nesting on just the empty branches, okay. which is... Well, I see they, we they, we see quite a a bit of nesting success, but like if the eggs the eggs might just you know mm. fall and drop through mm-hmm. the water. Um, but we think for me, seeing what has what I had seen right after the hurricane, I must say that the mangroves are coming back, so they're exceeding expectations. And so um, when we did our count, we got about eight thousand. Mm. Yeah, so not yet at the ten thousand mark where but we think it would have been, good. but very close. And we were. It's um, right now. There's a certain time that you need to actually survey the frigate birds, um, and it's typically with like any bird. You try to do it um, not necessarily during the breeding season because mm-hmm. they kind of all, of course, the males have their big right Red pouch. Pouches. They have their they have their pouch trying mm-hmm. to impress the women, of course, <laughs> and the females, of course, are not bothering with them. So it's just like chaotic. Mm-hmm. So we try to go, and then if you go exactly when the um, eggs have just been laid, the females are way too angry and they don't want anybody coming close Mm -hmm. so we try to go right when the chicks are not too dependent on the on the parents but they haven't they're not um, mature enough that they can like go and get their own food or anything so we try to there's like a little sweet spot in between Mm -hmm. when they're kind of dependent but kind of independent and we go at that, and that's the best time to go and count. Okay. Um, and so we counted all of the males, all of the females, all of the um, first year and second year chicks. 
and we were able to well give it at least an estimate mm. of the colony and so we think that we had counted about 8,000 so it was Ooh. four of us counting um, so yeah we think we counted about 8,000 so it was nice especially I think that was one of the best days for me because we were mm. able to actually see what is actually happening with the frigate bird sanctuary because mm. we were very nervous right. we were really nervous mm-hmm. about it the best it. day for me was totally unrelated yes. it was in Barbuda mm-hmm. it was pouring rain when they said it wouldn't rain and our vehicle got stuck. Oh, we came out, right. right, so we came out walking in the muddy road and ended up having to shelter on the uh, tree. And as we were using the umbrella, so all the times you'd see the Barbuda Warblers, they'd come close enough that you could take photos of them but never close that you can reach out to. Mm-hmm. And while it was raining and we are sheltering under this tree, uh, Barbuda Warbler came on the outermost limb and looked up onto the umbrella at us. That was <laughs> hilarious. I... And wow. of course, we didn't have cameras. What are those humans <laughs> doing? <laughs> that, was, that was so Why funny. are you guys sheltered <laughs> from the rain? Oh, that is I cute. Sure. Yeah, that, that's, that's cute. <laughs> um, the last thing that we did in Barbuda, um, well, I was doing the frigate birds at the same time, but there were also our executive director, Miss Rika Hill, and um, some of the members of the board and our EHE team. Um, they had a little consultation with Barbudans because at the Environmental Awareness Group, we don't want to only be focused on Antigua because, again, we work on our Asha. Islands, and we also want to include Barbuda as well. And so, with some concerned citizens, we spoke with them about, you know, what do how do they see us working? Mm-hmm. Um, so we went through like, what are the threats, major threats to their environment? They think, um, what are the major things that they want to conserve? What are the major things they don't want to see happen? And we are hoping to really increase our presence in Barbuda because we do value, especially after this trip, because we didn't, because it was fresh after the hurricane as well. I think a lot of the there was a lot, a lot of food around, mm-hmm. and right. the birds were kind of, you know, all over the place still trying to get themselves together um, but especially this past trip seeing how many birds are there so many types of trees um, all of that we really see the importance of including Barbuda in our environmental work mm-hmm. and so we are very keen to continue a relationship in Barbuda so um, not necessarily you know over there every week or anything but at least that we have a little small project where they're trying to I don't know do some sort of conservation activity and with the Barbuda Wobblers we definitely there's a lot more work to be done there's a lot of things that we don't know about them Mm -hmm. like we've never seen a nest Um, we're not sure about any of their courtship Um, and we eventually (laughs) Mr. Prosser would say this but we need to actually start like banding them even so we can Mm -hmm. like identify birds and monitor them and see their distribution and where they're going and so there's I would definitely say our work with the Barbuda Wobbler is not over yet it has Mm -hmm. just begun um, and we are very thankful for um, Birds Caribbean for helping us with the bird. Um, well, they had donated a rangefinder to us mm-hmm. um, to help us with um, ident- seeing and identifying the birds. Um, and also, of course, sending down the guys, Fernando and Jeff, with their technical expertise in birding. And, of course, Global Wildlife Conservation for actually funding our work in Barbuda. Mm-hmm. So we are very thankful. And Mr. Lamont Brown. And Mr. Lamont Brown, um, <laughs> of course, for his contribution as well so that we could um, actually execute our activities in Barbuda. Okay, thank you so much. So listeners, come back again next week for our final episode with Natalia and Shana from the Environmental Awareness Group here in Antigua and Barbuda as they educate us on the environment and ways to preserve it. Thanks for listening in on our conversation. We trust that it was beneficial to you as you continue to develop a more meaningful life. Do you have a topic or a guest 
you would like us to have a conversation with for a future episode on Lighthouse Conversations, we would love to hear your suggestions. Send us a mail at Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, P.O. Box 1057, St. John's, Antigua, or Lighthouse, B-I-M-I, at gmail.com. Or give us a call at area code 268-462-1454. Or send us a message via WhatsApp or text at area code 268-782-1454. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can hear Lighthouse Conversations Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. on the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. If you're in Antigua, you can listen at 92.3 MHz FM. If you're in the Caribbean, you can listen at 1160 kHz AM or listen online at www.radiolighthouse.org from anywhere in the world. Or you can subscribe to this podcast. Looking forward to having you join us next time. Bye-bye.